Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. For Arteta, I think everyone understands and has appreciated for a while that the squad's okay. Can he find a new way of winning games? And winning games that, on, on paper, he shouldn't be winning. Um, I love that interview. Go on, let's do that. So, so, so Campbell. Perfect. Welcome, everyone, to the James and Flav Fidel podcast. It's, uh, let me know if you can hear us all right, because I've had a few problems with that. But Sol Campbell is being interviewed for the vacant, and it is vacant, Sunderland job. And we I know his no punditry is, is just like top tier stuff. But how would he get on in that interview? He'd go... Well, so the people that don't know, um, Sol Campbell has a very weird way of answering every question when he's on Match of the Day. It's, it's very, it's just, it's like he says so many words without saying a single thing. It's, it's, it's incredible. So this would be a bit of a demonstration, you know, what it'd be like. So he sits down in the Sunderland. I'll ask, you, I'll ask you the questions. I'll ask you the questions. Go on, right. go on then. Hi, Sol. Thanks for coming in. Um, you've uh, long drive? Well, I, I mean, I, I got in the car, and, and it's a lovely car, a Mercedes mm. A-Class. Uh, and uh, so, I, I mean, I drove, and, uh, you know, and, and I came, and I guess I'm coming to this interview. So, yeah, it was a good drive. Thanks, Sol. Um, so, you know, obviously we're having a bit of a struggle here at Sunday at the moment. A um, couple of documentaries, which uh, we won't go into, because <laughs> they're pretty embarrassing. Um, but, uh, you know, we've had some tough times. How do you see us turning around? What will be sort of your plan for that? You've got to, what I would be concentrating on is the, you know, making sure that we can turn around and making sure that if there is an attempt to score a goal, that we are scoring goals. And it's important that, it's important that Sunderland do score goals um, and, and, you know, and that strikers score goals uh, and the defenders, you know, they support the defending of the game strikers scoring goals thank you um and and, and we're conceding a lot uh conceding a lot as well obviously you're, you know one of the greatest um center backs of your generation i'm really excited to see what kind of visionary tactics and thoughts that you might be able to bring to to, to sort of help help with the defense what thoughts on that one no they 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 are defenders but are they i mean they i mean they are defenders and um, they, they, they do defend and I, I used to defend and it's an important aspect of the game. And I just, I mean, I'll focus on, I mean, if it was me, I, you know, if I get the job, I'd, I'd focus on them becoming defenders again. 
becoming defenders again. Well, thanks, Salt. Thanks for coming on. Those been a long drive. I don't want to keep you too long. Make sure you can get back. Uh, don't want to miss out on the, uh, the traffic. Uh, I'll let you go. Do you, do you want to think as well that once he leaves, you go, so Salt, right, let's go. So Gus Poyet, we've got Gus. Ian Dow, he's having a go at this. Kirbish Lee, 33 to 1, apparently. The uh, And Salt Campbell's, uh, what about his interview, guys? What do we think about him? And everyone will be like, we didn't say anything bad. <laughs> so you might have a chance. You never know. <laughs> You've been sabotaging. Um, <coughs> how are you, mate? Because we're going to get into... We've got to get into the game of the season for Spurs fans at some stage. We're going to be talking about Arsenal Spurs, which I presume... Me, I'm always, do you know what's weird? In, in the podcast that, you know, you do with one of your best mates, I feel like, oh, do, you know, can I ask him about Arsenal Spurs? Because he's probably been talking about it all week. I have. Yeah. But, I mean... Think, and I'm like, oh, do you know what would be great? It'd be great if I could get 10 minutes out of him <laughs> talking about it. That'd be great. Out. Yeah, that'd be great. Just so we don't get myself a title. We'll, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Uh, Man United, um, we might need a bit of man glue, by the way. Uh, let us know. I've got quotes of the pod. We've got comment of the week. We've got some wow takes. We've got some calm takes. We've got some derby games. Smith coming to the fore again with that. And we've got, well, and then I have somewhat of an update. With uh, with the Sunny situation, I don't know if Sunny's in the chat. Is Sunny in the chat? I can't see him there at the moment. Um, thank you to all our patrons: uh, Patrick, Rab, J, oh, not James, Rab, Louis, Rab Summers, Dennis is here, Ollie is here, Catherine's here. So thank you all. And if you want to join us, we have a, a mailbag that we do each week. And actually, that's the other thing I want to say. I did. A, we put together a video called The Hunger Games. Um, we answered the question, if every Premier League manager went into a Hunger Games, what would occur? It's bizarre, but it's a good video. So if you've got a decent sense of humour and you want Very to check fun. that out, that is on the channel right now. And if you want to be a patron and be part of that, there is a link in the description. Um, if, this, if this is the first time you've ever watched this podcast, all of that will make sense if you keep watching <laughs> Yeah. If you're just Mate. here for the football, the Arsenal bit, watch that bit, but stick around because you could be part of one of the greatest communities on YouTube. Mm. I was talking about Man Glue there because Man United obviously lost 3 1 against you PSG, Flav. What was that? If you stick around, you become a slug. That will <laughs> yeah. also make sense. That will also make sense. Man Glue, Man United, go ahead. Yeah, uh, I think now's the time we've got to stick with them. Um, 3-1. The, the Champions League groups are pretty tasty now. They've got nine points, as has PSG, as has RB Leipzig. RB Leipzig play Man United in the last game. The Piranhas are out, but we're not having it. We're backing our boy uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. The guy's, a, the guy's a saint. The guy's a purist. The guy's a footballing genius. The guy the, and Man United are in safe hands here right now. Um, any For any Man United fans who are a little bit nervous, Flav, can you just explain to them that they should... Yeah, I can. It's really easy. If you win your game in hand against Burnley, if that happened this week and you won, you'd be third in the league. Hello. So it, there is no issue. There is right? no issue. But there if they no go out of the Champions League, is there an issue there? No, there isn't an issue because, Trophies. you know, it, it, it will give Oli, you know, Oli is still a novice manager, right? We know that. But he's doing incredible work. Yeah. And the, but it's a lot to deal with. The European competitions oh, and the moaning fans and the, the league position just... Let him concentrate on one thing at a time. And if that is the league position, then maybe he'll get into the Champions League next year. Absolutely. Look, Man United fans and, and people that are digging at Solskjaer, this isn't the Man United you grew up with. This is a new Man United. A new Man United that requires man glue. It's a new dawn. It's a it's new, a new day. Dawn. It's three years in. Um, I have a bit of a gripe with uh, with 
Manchester United in that that game. I don't know if you, I don't know if you've seen the highlights yet. Have you seen? Did you see the highlights of the PSG game? I, I, I'm going to be honest with you, Jim. Be honest. I will be honest. I found I out the it. score driving my kid to the school this morning. Right. I didn't. So let, I didn't. let me explain something that happened to you that, that really wound me up. Now, I know, I know Fred got sent off. Fred got sent off, and that's why I actually want to talk about because Fred got sent off, and I feel like. I know there's been so much talk about VAR and rules and blah, right? But this is something that goes unnoticed because I was listening to a podcast where they were reacting to Fred getting sent off. So Fred got sent off. He did for, a headbutt. Yeah, there was a headbutt and he got a booking for it. And then and then he he did that thing. You know when the, your touch is a little bit too too long for you and then you and dive then you in, think, right? Yeah, of course. It okay. can happen to any. So he got two bookings for each of them. And all the sort of discourse after was was that he'd he was like he, how did he not get sent off how did he not get sent off for the uh, for the headbutt mm. and I don't know what it is I don't know if it's like I'm just being sort of like slowly kind of shaped into this football fan that lo- watches referee decisions and it basically has to be about the letter of a law but they were talking about well look he he should have gone for the headbutt so they're calling it a headbutt headbutt right but then when they're saying he did look let's be honest he did gesture his head towards the the other player it's like you know that it doesn't matter that you haven't seen it because it's that stereotypical one one player puts his head towards the other one and then the other one goes nods it back right so one one person said he did gesture his head gesture and then the other one said nudge right but then they're using that with with the words headbutt and he said he was a lucky, he was a lucky boy, he's lucky boy. Now, I'm if you break down, Ooh. if you break down this, right, right, right. So it's interesting to hear what you think. If you break right. this down, right, it's like there's no violence within this, right? And why, if he gets, if he were to get sent off for the nudging back, surely it's like that. There's there's an aggressor in the initial bringing together of heads. And if that's happening, then that person has to get sent off in this bizarre world that we're living in, where you can't no. you can't move your head forward. No, he's in. He's so I've just watched it, and that was worse than Pepe's one. I thought if the guy hadn't moved his his face back after he'd antagonised him, then he would have he could have hurt him. But uh, but the surely Pepe- they're both as bad. They're just not going to hurt him though, is it? A proper headbutt cannot start with the head on head. A proper headbutt has to be away from the head onto it. I just we're, we're losing we're losing the beauty of a proper headbutt here, and I don't want, I don't want to see a proper headbutt lost from the Jim, game. Do you know what I mean? Jim, I think like this could be a campaign. It's like let's bring headbutting back. Bring the headbutt like, back. No, no more weird little gesturing. No more like raising hands to the face. You're allowed. It's allowed. It's a part of the game. Then we don't have to talk about it. There's no controversy anymore, Jim. Well, I'm just like, what people were getting, so the reason I'm annoyed about this is because of the second booking as well, right? The second booking, yes, his touch is a bit heavy, and then he dives in, and he wins the ball. Like, he completely wins the ball. But then again, I'm listening to the the, the punditry on this, and people people going, well, look, if you go to ground, then it's, it's on you. What, regardless of if you win the ball or not? I'm like, we're, our minds are being brainwashed into thinking Describe things that are fouls aren't fouls anymore. And everyone's okay with it. It's blowing my but mind. Much, but, but 
it, what 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 was it? Did did he did he he won the ball? Was he was he too? Was it overzealous? Was there too much? Con- did he lose control in the tackle? He's won the ball oh. with the outside of his right foot, running yeah. sideways, and then okay, I don't, I'm not even sure if he. There's a obviously the he, the guy goes, the guy kind of goes flying, but he got there first. Yeah, but you can get through the ball and then go through the player, and that's still a sending off. Or or but I or don't. But if that's like studs first, then then yeah. I, I can sort of live with that because you're kind of endangering someone. I mean, again, like, are these adults or what? Is this a contact sport or what? But, the, but this one, that was like, he got away with it in terms of like, it was a bad touch and they could have started an attack. But he won the ball, like all of the ball. I don't get it. Like, what are we watching now? I'm just really lost with it. I, lost I, I'm surprised that you're getting this angry now. Like, it's been this way for years. I just feel like it's I like I the the conversation around it's winding me up. That's what I don't get. Like so if we break if we cuz if we're going to be so black and white about decisions, which it feels like we are about a lot of things, then yeah. if you get the ball and it's not with your studs, how is that a booking and you're getting sent off? I don't get it. I do, do not understand. You think the referee it. felt like he made a mistake with the headbutt and thought I know that doesn't get That's not right either though, is it? Yeah. I just, um, it's just mad. Sorry. Yeah, look, I mean, it's its become a much softer game. But ex, ex, excellent players are given, having a more prolonged career and the long-term health of their bodies and their legs and knees and ankles are improving because the game has become less physical. And that's probably why... You, you don't see- believe that. I can hear you talking. You don't believe that. No, I believe that Ronaldo and Messi have had a longer career because they've protected better it's netball which is drifting to netball now we're like we're, we need someone needs to get hold of this we need to bring back headbutts and bring back sliding tackles when and, and that needs to happen now you're 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 saying you said oh, i'd love to see messi in the premier league because he's just a wonderful player yeah he'd be less a wonderful player if people were allowed to hack him to bits it's not hacking though if you get the ball you completely get the ball it's like you can't have a proper midfielder anymore maybe we don't need him anymore then I'm then I'm then I'm out. All right. I know. Well, well, this is it. You're upset because if you was a footballer, then your game would be all over the place because that's what you're about, isn't it? I just think yeah. I, you've got to. How can you not love a, a good slide tackle where they got the ball? You can't oh, like okay. that. We need to. We've got to cherish that, and we've got to cherish so, and, and headbutt headbutts need to be actual headbutts, not not head yeah. nudges. They these Nothing. are head nudges. It's it's nonsense. Um, <laughs> the. Uh... We were talking about the Eric Dyer challenge on who was it? On Ramos when England played Spain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it might have been it might have been Spurs versus Real Madrid. I can't remember. And he just did a completely unnecessary. England Spain. England Spain unnecessary slide tackle to, to win the ball with, and it was going to go nowhere. But it was just, I'm letting you know I'm here. Yeah, you ain't gonna have a moment's notice with me about. Got and to, I love to lose all physicality from the game. Yeah, it's, it's, it breaks it breaks my heart because yeah, I tell you, there's and, nothing like a, nothing like a good. That's an maybe that's an English thing. There's nothing like a proper walloping slide tackle. And he took the lot, and the crowd goes rah because he got the bloody ball. Because this is my this is my space because I got the ball first. Did um, I get Di got carded for that? Apparently, it says in the chat. Right? Did, did, did he? <laughs> yeah. He didn't touch him. He literally didn't touch him. I do remember it though. Him, I watched it yesterday. Um, okay, are we ready? Quote of the pod. 
if you missed last week's pod, which some people did because we had a bit of a nightmare with the live that we were trying to do. So apologies for that. Um, it was a good pod. Very good pod. We're talking about Maradona and all sorts. Uh, quote of the pod. Matt Rimmer says, how's he so good looking? His dad's butters. Um, <laughs> that's, uh, I think that was me. I said that one. Harvey Laporte, quote of the pod. When you walk towards her, just spit on her foot and walk away. I think that was you. Um, and Devang Shah, where's he gone now? <laughs> that was definitely me. <laughs> what uh, do we have? Do we need to add contact? Contact? No, contact? No, no, go back and listen to the last one. You're missing out on gold here. Comment of the week. We've got quite a few good comments, so I just want to see if any of these pique your your interest, Flav. Uh, so here we go. Mm-hmm. First of all, we had everyone checking in. Now, can I? I, I know we're saying make sure you check in. Make sure you check in. Um, um, Will was uh, Will J just checking in again from Bogota. Amazing. Uh, Bogota, Bogota, that, where is that? That's South America uh, somewhere. Bizarrely, I've been to Bogota twice and I don't rate it. What? Where, where is it? It's in Colombia. So surprise, I surprise you haven't been. Part, <laughs> I, I, I'm desperate to go. Believe me, Colombia and Bolivia and Peru. Jeez! Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah. Another conversation for another time. Uh, Matt Moss, just checking in. Never commented before. Love the pod, lads. Thank you, Matt Moss. Uh, Tom C, the door was wedged open, so I thought I'd just check in and let everyone know I'm okay. However, I was the last chief of police for the One for the Weekend podcast, and all of a sudden, you changed the name of the podcast, and I'm out with no warning. Where is the process we had of an election, and more importantly, where is the justice? I reject the authority of this new police force and shall be rallying support from the OGs to overthrow them. Viva la One for the Weekend. Now, this, we will need to give a bit of context. Last yes. week, uh, we read out the comment that Denza, uh, he, he wasn't happy with the comment section. He said there was a bit too much negativity there and that he was uh, he was becoming sheriff of the, the comment section now and uh, he was taking charge. Now, Tom C... If someone says something negative or, or digs us out or digs someone else out, they w- w- the rest of the community come to him and say, look, you know, just... You know, let's 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 keep this nice. Just less, yeah, of, that, less of that. Less of that. It's just very simple. Yeah. Less of that. More of that as well. If you if you're feeling if it's good vibes. Um, and yeah. Tom C was the original back in the day, uh, and he wants he wants to be involved. So I feel like I'm happy to have a new re-election. Although I would say, where have you been, Tom? I'd say make them fight each other. Yeah. Head bite. Yeah, head nudge. Them. Head nudge battle. That's what I want to see. Yeah. Um, Tom C, get in the comments. Let us know why, what you would do in terms of policing the comments and get them back on track. And Denza, put forward your manifesto as well. We will choose one next week. One thing I will say, the just checking in is great. It does make my job harder, and I feel like people are losing focus from the top quality comments that they they do often put in. So I may, I'm part of me is going, can we stop checking in? <laughs> I don't know. I don't, that seems harsh. Well, I don't know. Help, Jim. Yeah, just make sure make sure you retain right. focus. Just check in. You can just check in. That's fine. But right. also, I, 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 don't lose I'm, sight of the you know you guys putting in funny comments that make bits work. I've got the solution, Jim. I've Go got on. the solution. On. We don't want you to just check in. You just say you say check it in, and then your post. Yeah. Then you say something that we can use in the podcast next week because without your comments below, right out of your ideas about football, mad shit you've seen, things that you want us to talk about, your questions, there is no show. Because it's much easier doing it this way, and we need you. So check in, then give us the gold. If, if you such, just such an honest, in, co- such an honest point there. There is no show without you guys because it's easier when you do the work. Um, it's true. It's true. Uh, but it's right. It's the only. This is the only podcast on the internet where you write where the script. It, it's about you. What do you, you want to talk about? 
What you read? You read the script. Okay. Uh, so yeah, Tom C. Denzer. There could be a new sheriff in town. We'll soon find out. Denzer, you carry on doing what you're doing, mate, for now, because Tom C. has been. Uh, Let's you know he's got a well. Both naked. Strip them both, both naked. naked. Cover them, them in oil, <laughs> and let them go. Put them head to head, and see who can let, nudge nudge the most. Or head let them go. M. Page, just checking in, been listening, re-listening to previous podcasts recently whilst at work. Keeps me going throughout the day. Got told off for having my headphones in whilst working. Should have told the manager that I need to hear about which football club is which element. Anyway, <laughs> took the headphone out, waited half an hour, and then pod straight back on. Cheers, lads. Great work, M. Page. Good work. Dean Connor, just checking in. I'll be honest, I really like the periodic table bit. <laughs> seeing it glossed over as a poor segment that we won't going back to let's not talk about it makes me feel a little muggish anyway keep it coming I'll always remember the periodic table segment favourably well, that's great Um, you remember last week we had I can't remember who exactly it was but they were talking about the African Champions League final do you know yeah. the score you said you were going to know the score Zam- do you know the Zam- score Zamalek versus Al Hayi mm-hmm. the score was 2-1 to Al Hayi Correct. Well, unfortunately yeah. for the uh, the young man, I didn't. I couldn't remember who he wanted to win. So he wanted Zamalek to win. Uh, yeah, I, because I know that now. But okay. Have you seen right. the goals though? If, if I, I I encourage anyone to go on YouTube, just search it because there's at the equalising goal and the the winning goal is an are absolute screamers for a game that's as big as it was. The winner was in the 85th minute and the guys sort of ran onto the ball, like flicked it up and then volleyed it into the top corner. It's madness. Um, I'm going to watch it while we do this pod. Well, that's, I mean, I'm going to watch the whole 90 minutes. <laughs> really? Uh, <laughs> Farhad the Jard. Um, he was, um, I think, oh God, I'm scared to say which, which country it was, but you asked him to do a paragraph on a country. Do you remember that? No, kind of. Wait, I want to off. say, I'm scared to say, I'm scared to say. Anyway, because uh, I don't want to get it wrong. He, d- he said, uh, Mido now works as a sports pundit. And in each sentence, he mentions the word Zlatan. Right, he just yeah. shot someone in. It did make me think, are there's, what are, what are the go-to, what are the go-to players or clubs that they talk about, the pundits out there in the game right now? Like when I was at, when I was at whatever, whatever. Like, Genus never talks about Newcastle. Only ever talks about Spurs. So true. Uh, well, he played most of his career at Tottenham, but he was he was like this starlet like uh, mm. at, at Newcastle. Um, and he should, but he doesn't. Uh, but draw you know he's the worst when he's in when he's commentating on Tottenham games for BT Sport. I just cannot have that on. I'll I, I watch a stream. Really, I have BT Sport. Yeah, he's awful. Well, he's not awful. He's just. Oh wow, that is a great goal. Um, yeah. <laughs> <a> goal, <laughs> right. Uh, Which one uh, is it? Which one is it? The, is it um, is it uh, a black guy? Uh, yeah, black guy. Oh, that's the equalizer. That's the equalizer. Oh, what? So there's two of these. There's another. There's a belter on its way. Yeah. Well, 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 I'm looking forward. I look forward to that. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. He's uh, he, he's just quite. He's just quite critical, really. Um, but are there? Are, here's another one for the comments, right? Because you know that certain things that once you've heard them and they've annoyed you, you can't unhear them. I've got two for you. So any QPR fans, first of all, got a commentator who... We've got a player called Johan Barbe and he can't... He has to say Barbe. It's so <laughs> annoying. What, have you got a problem with English I've, people pronouncing names No, no, but, but it's like... Just say Barbe. Like, Barbe. <laughs> Come on. Barbe. 
rolls the R in it. And the other one, with Jermaine Genus, who I actually like, I, I think he's good, but yeah. he, he says the word areas. He says in these sort of areas, he says areas quite areas. strangely, and he says it a hell of a lot. He says areas a lot. I've got a mate who doesn't pronounce L's. Just doesn't. He's, <laughs> he, he's, he's, instead of saying goal, he goes go. He's uh, go. Uh, go. He's, I mean, he's a. Uh, he's um. He's just. Uh, it doesn't matter where he's from. <laughs> what does he call you then? Hey. All right, fa- fave. All right, fave. All good. Fav. He does. He does. <laughs> he goes fav. Oh, I want a goal. <laughs> And we say to him, why don't you pronounce your L's? And he's just like, I don't know. Akazette. If that Akazette scores. Can I, um, can I just say something about Nido? Because I was lucky enough to sit down with him for half an hour in a really plush restaurant. If you tell the same story you told a week ago. Did I? You told the story on <laughs> last week. What, about him mentioning Zlatan? Oh, no, mentioning Zlatan. It was about a charger. Oh, not that. That was a rubbish story. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it was. <laughs> <laughs> he um he no he, in in a half an hour interview in which I'd never I didn't really mention Ajax he brought Zlatan up about four times. Um, You're right when they when they played when they played together oh, they played. Oh no, that's a that's a mad little um, front two that who did they play together they, for? He would play. Uh, he played for um, what are you talking about for Ajax? Oh Ajax, yeah yeah. Oh, yeah I, thought he did, I thought he was. Oh yeah, I didn't know what he was getting at then. Yeah, Ajax he played. He played up front with Ajax. That team was incredible. It included um, a very, very young Van der Vaart as well, I think. It did, actually. Um, and it was Ibrahimovic when he was 18. Mido was 18. Now, the two, it was Mido was the one that they thought was going to go on and do the do the bits. Um, but this manager came in and they kept playing Mido on the left wing and Ibrahimovic up front. Um, anyway, it was fascinating. Ibrahimovic is still a joke. He's banging, and I'm now know. I'm getting to the point. I'm like, is he a lion? Is he actually a lion? Because he's 39, like, and still a like lion. banging in goals for AC Milan. They're like five points clear at the top of the league. He's amazing. Is he? Is he, is he 39? Yeah, I think he's 39. I might be wrong. Oh no, maybe he's not. Why have I got 39? Maybe he's 36. He's 39. Is he 39? Wow. He was born. He was born. He was born a month after me. A lion. He's um. He keeps himself in good shape, doesn't he? <laughs> That's probably, probably, probably a little man, co- man compliment, that. alpha male compliment. Keep yourself in good shape there, I see. Uh, is, he, right. is, he, is he playing every game for AC? Oh, he's oh, playing. Yeah. yeah, mate. He's the lightning really? rod. He's everything. He's really? amazing. Yeah, he's absolutely tearing it up. It's amazing. That is incredible. Mm. Shit. He's got 10 goals this season in six games. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. 39. <laughs> mate, he is a lion. <laughs> Zlatan is they're, alive. They're in the Europa League as well. We're favourites. What's that all about? Mm-hmm. Uh, be, could be taking on Man United soon. Jake oh, Brown, just checking in for the first time ever. I'm a 19-year-old sports coach from Scotland. Fairly new to the pod as I've only been watching for a few months. Loving Flav's consistent shithousery. We were eligible to go back into work a few months ago. I don't know why this guy's written this. I, I love it. I don't, I don't think this is great podcasting. I just don't... <laughs> I don't know why he's written it down. Anyway, we were eligible to go back into work a few months ago because of lockdown restrictions. I bought my own equipment, which I use. The other day, I lost a single blue cone at one of my football clubs. Now I only have 19 instead of 20. Space, enter, enter. Sorry, it's gone down two lines. Then he's written the word fuming. 
Then he's gone down another two lines. He's gone, I've now told the kids not to return next week as they should be thinking about what they've done. Shameful. I've <laughs> <laughs> lost the cone. <laughs> That's one cone. I love it. Think about what you've done. Um, yeah. I like that. Tell us stories that don't really make much sense. <laughs> Tell us good stories that don't make much sense. That'd That's John. Yeah. If, if, if this podcast was a comment, That'll be it. Because it's kind of about football. <laughs> but it's, got no, it's got nothing to do with football. Mm. Uh, calm take. I've got a few calm takes I can run through on Twitter as well. But this one was in the comments. Uh, this really calm take like this one from Mr. Nathan Mister. He says calmly, if Spurs win the league, I will donate £300 to any charity Flav chooses. As an Arsenal fan, I accept that one day in my lifetime it will happen. Very calm. But I can't accept that it'll happen this year because one, he calmly stated in, in, in numbers here, Spurs are the thing I hate most in the world. Their stadium looks like a toilet. Their fans are grime. Gareth Bale's face makes me want to claw my eyes out with a spoon. And most importantly, two, it can't happen with Jose as manager. Poch, I could have accepted because I liked him as a manager in person. But Jose is a special sort of C-U-N-T. Every time I see his stupid face on the TV advertising a betting company, I think, wow, what a sellout. Twat. They'll do their usual thing. Get three quarters of the way and mess it up. Spurs it up, you could say. Jose will lose it and halfway through next season will be sacked. The only way I can accept Spurs winning in the league is if they all... If they get all the way through the season, drawing every single game apart from when they lose 3-0 to the Arsenal. So it's boring and tedious. Then on the eve of the last game, Jose will... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jose, Jose has a heart attack. Not fatal. I don't hate him that much. The only manager available is Arsene Wenger. He wins the last game, claims the trophy over Jose and leaves the club the day after. Yes, I do love Arsenal, but I love Arsene just as much. And Spurs fan, fans would hate it a little bit. F-U-C-K, Spurs. But I love you, Flav. Calm take there from Mr. Nathan. Mr. I'll take, just give me the 300 quid if we win the league. You're right. So is that your chosen charity? Is you? Yes. yes. <laughs> I, I want the 300 pounds, thanks. Okay. Um, uh, what do you want me to say to that? I just, I just thought it was a really good calm take. Just well thought through. Good. good. Um, <laughs> look, Spurs have a chance of winning the league. You know, it's not like the way I read that was like he's he's worried. He's 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 scrambling around, he's lost. trying to reconcile this stuff. A little bit lost. He's yeah. a little bit lost. Like it's. It Joey is. is I'm not sure he's lost. He's standing in the exact same spot he was, but he doesn't know where to turn. Very different. He's standing in the same spot and he's looking around, and everything he used to know just doesn't quite. He's like got early onset dementia. He's not quite sure what's going on anymore, <laughs> even though he's in the exact same place he was before. Yeah. Is that a bad thing to say? I don't um, know. He, um, I don't, he's basically he's, like my look. My my nan, you know, she died from it, so I think I've got license to say that. Um, uh, although she was a bloody night in my. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean. I think people know you. You're not meaning to say anything too high. Carry on. Yeah. So he's got dementia, right? And he's like, <laughs> right, oh, okay, we're carrying down the road. Actually, there was an out. There was an out. Yeah. Bring him back from <laughs> football. No, no, no. no you, he... say, you say what you want to say. You say what you want to say. Bring him back from football. <laughs> he's lost. Just send your text, Flav. Just cheat your phone. Just cheat your phone. <laughs> just to get a couple of things here. Just, just stop it. <laughs> so, Do you know what happens? Most pods, actually. At the end, I go, halfway through, I think, oh, God. And then, okay, someone's going to see this. And I think, nah. At the end, I'm like, nah, it's right in the middle of it. It'll be fine. <laughs> Yeah. No one's got this far. No one's no, got... 
No brands re- listen watching for no all this. No one's got. No one's got to. Um, what are we on? No one's got to thirty minutes into this. Surely not. Um. So, but this is a difficult time for Arsenal fans, right? Because, and look, I know full well we're going into this game at the weekend. Uh, and Arsenal could beat us. It's a, it's North London. It's actually it's not a North London derby. Tottenham are playing the scum. That's the name of this game. Not. Can everyone stop saying North London derby, please? Not a North London derby. If it was Spurs versus Barnet, that would be a North London derby. <laughs> right now, uh, this game is called Tottenham Hotspur play the scum. That's how Sky Sports should report it. That's how you should report it. Not North London derby. Um, so uh, they could come. The scum could come to the lane and and. Um, Oh, they'll Give turn us. up. Yeah, and they will turn up, and they'll play a different game. And, and and I bet that they surprise a few. Do you know what I mean? They'll come out and start playing football and attacking and going for it, which ironically probably isn't the best way to do this at all. I think their current tactics are, will serve them much better than than trying to open up against Tottenham because then it could and then it's anyone's game. They, well, let's let's do it now because I'll get to derby games. But somehow we've unlocked Pandora's box, which is football chat. And uh, so when it comes to this game, I'm intrigued by that because I, I agree with you. Because the the way that you've played and done well in the last couple of games has been against teams where you're kind of defending, being careful, being having a good defensive attitude, having good defensive shape, and then you know allowing your good players to do well in transitions. Arsenal, they're not going to have a go at you, really, are they? You wouldn't, based on what you've seen so far, you wouldn't think so. So but they so, have to upset something. So this is this is where I'm kind of. That's, I I, feel, I can honestly, it feels like well, you know when those games in a in a tournament where it's it, it's like there's 20 minutes left and the other game's like pretty much finished and they just need to get a draw and they're both through. I feel like there could be this like weird standoff, a bit like the Chelsea game the week before, but Chelsea had a bit more of a go at it. Do Arsenal, for the first time, pro- not the first time, probably probably the first time, because even when you've been, uh, you know, battling out over the last couple of seasons, Arsenal still had the players to and the confidence to to take you on. It, for the first time, is of Arsenal completely just hoping for a draw in this game? Feels like they might be. 14th in the league. We're top. Like it's a complete role reversal. This is in terms of where we're at. Both teams are at. This is what it used to be like, almost through the entire duration of the '90s and early 2000s, where we'd be languishing around in anywhere between 14th and 10th, and then we go into this game, and at best we could hope for a draw, but typically we get done. Um, now the only difference is that we haven't been in this position long enough to see those results happen. But if it follows the same pattern as as it did then, then we should be beating them handedly, and that's, you know, I'm no, I'm not confident. I'm never, I never would be confident about this game, but on paper, there wasn't many out there that would pick Arsenal for it, and that's that's a fact. It's um, mad. They, they, the one thing I would say is they're like someone made and uh, guys in the chat. If you've got, if you've got a calm take, if you've got, if you can help Arsenal out at all, because I know like obviously we're having Flav on this. There's always going to be that like gentle bias, and then generally like the pira- uh, piranhas are out. Piranhas? I said it right. Piranhas are out for um, for Arsenal at the moment because they they can't score goals um, currently. But I did see someone saying, and I think I had it on these. Uh, I think I had it on Twitter. I had some calm takes here. Someone's saying that actually Arsenal are only they're only five points off fifth. Five points off fifth, which is <coughs> kind of where you expected them to be. 
So if they beat, because if they beat you guys, there's a chance they could be, I mean, pretty much close to being sort of eighth, ninth, and then they're like a couple of points off. A bit like Man City, like two weeks ago, we were saying they're an absolute mess. I think the problem, the problem I'm starting to have with Arteta is, I think he had a really good plan, but it's a plan that's overall is quite negative. And now he hasn't either got the squad or the dexterity in terms of creating different ways of playing to find a new way of getting, of scoring goals. And like, because a lot of people do, he's now finally, finally, he's now kind of getting dragged into the the sort of criticism that some Spurs fans were saying that, like, oh, he should have been getting this a little while ago. But I've generally thought, oh, I could see he's obviously quite diligent. He's smart. He's, commun- you know, he likes to communicate with his players, all these things. Um, but like, it feels like there's only one way that he he believes this team can play well. Would you agree? Of course, yeah, he believes in it. He knows what he's... I, I mean, it, you would assume that he's got a long-term plan and that while the results are not part of it, the way the team is set up and the players are following his instruction, then that fits into what what he, he wants from them. They are playing differently than they did under Emery. They're playing differently than they've, I, I've ever seen them play before, really. Um, so that's a part of his influence. The worry about it is that he's been in the job a year. It's not He's not three months in. Um, mm. And they were playing better last year than they are this year. And the problem isn't with them being five points off top four. The problem is they scored one goal in 500 minutes of football. They, yeah. They they have the lowest, was it goal scored? One of the lowest goals scored in the league. And that's not what Arsenal fans, that's not what the Premier League and the media are used to seeing from them. So... I think that Arteta will be given as much time as he needs, providing they're, known, they're not threatened with relegation. And as Roy Keane <laughs> says, they should be good enough to stay up. But Yeah, I, I agree with you. I agree with the idea that like you can't... Because what happens with managers is you get... Whatever, you, whatever hasn't worked, people go, oh, what's the opposite? And with Emery, Emery wasn't a bad manager. He just... I don't think he... He was able to communicate his ideas well enough. That seems to be the story that came out a lot of the time. So he wasn't able it was to. Just, I don't think they respected him. You know, there was a lot of yeah. like Aubameyang undermining him, and they're taking a the piss out of him, and the and the and the and the, uh, the media taking a piss out of him constantly. For a man who's won more than most managers ever will, who, who run the game, it was very disrespectful. Um, hmm. Just come up for treble at PSG, which, as we've seen this season. Um, isn't the easiest thing to do, although it's probably one of the easiest things in football management to do. Um, he's third in the league with Villarreal. Um, he, he, you know, was inherited a a, a, a a massive project at Arsenal and probably should have been given more time. But in his native country, he's done brilliantly. Yeah. He, won, he, won, he won Europa League three times on the bounce with Sevilla, wasn't it? So... Oh, yeah. What yeah. I said, I mean, that... But but my point is is that you've I, I don't think it's a, I still don't think it's you know it's a bad managerial decision to bring him in but it's it's obviously it's the opposite you want the like we did we QPR did it with managers Warnock went out and they were like oh we want someone a bit more glamorous who actually was legitimately at the time Mark Hughes I know I know that failed then they were like we need someone who's been there and done it Harry Radnap get him in. Right, Harry Redknapp's in for a bit. Then Harry Redknapp, oh, he's just old and he doesn't care about the youth. We need to sort that out. Chris Ramsey comes in because Chris Ramsey's like, you know, brings through youth players. 
Like it's it's just then he goes and go. Oh, we need we need someone who's kind of on his way up. Hasselbank, someone that's like someone has a bit more experience. Hasselbank comes in. Hasselbank's too boring. Well, we need someone with a bit of passion. Holloway, Holloway comes in. Well, Holloway's a bit too much passion, isn't he? We need someone who's tactically brilliant. Steve McLaren. Like it can like it just swaps around to what the one thing that you're missing each time. So with this one with Emery, they've gone with someone who they I reckon in the interview process or the one before as well, which he might have spoken to him before. They've gone. Oh, he's a great talker. Like he's got a lot of the the sort of the outer shell of what you want from your manager. The 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 question I'm putting forward now, which we will find out uh, as the games go on, is that Mourinho I think is getting a lot more respect now because I think we're now understanding that he's got the shell and he actually has the strategy to build a team and make it better and make it win games regardless of if their squad is better than the opposition. For Arteta, I think everyone understands and has appreciated for a while that the squad's okay. And he's the people like Thomas Party coming back in the team will be obviously massive for them. But and he's got the outer shell, but can he find a new way of winning games? And winning games that on on paper he shouldn't be he shouldn't be winning. That's the that's the new test for him because they have to kind of he needs to do that, like a Brendan Rodgers would do that with, with say, you know, Leicester. Yeah, Claude Puel was there, wasn't doing anything. Then uh, he comes in and, and improves them and continues to improve them. And then the investment comes in after that. Like, that's what he needs to do between now and the end. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. To the season, in my opinion. What investment? I, I think that there's this idea that Arsenal need to spend and improve their squad. They spend huge amounts on their squad. They have spent huge amounts on their squad. I, I agree with that. I don't think that's his fault. I think he's like. No, no, you... no, it's not his fault. Yeah, yeah. They're good enough to be better than, than, it's not to your be fault. Doing better than they are. Much, much good enough. Like, I think a lot of people. I, I'm only giving him grace because, um, because I don't think he'll be sacked. I don't. I think they'll just they're they're banking on him and providing. That it might, they might be okay with a mid-table season just to see it through and see what you can do next season because I feel like they, they, you know, what do they do if they sack Arteta? It's like back completely back to the drawing board in the same sort of fashion that you described at QPR. But, yeah. but he should be doing better. Fourteenth in the league after a quarter of the season gone for any team, top six team. Most players, most managers, if they've been there a year, would be sacked. I mean, it's yeah, it's if, one of their worst starts since many, 81, Jim, 82. Let's, let's play that game again, Jim. How many games? How many, how many, ga- how many games in a losing, winning, losing streak would it take for Arteta to be sacked from this point? He's 14th at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think... He lost, he lost the next... Let's see, his, let's see what his fixtures are. Let's get his fixtures up. Um, whilst, we're, whilst we're looking at that... Let- right, can I just break down what what while you look at that, right? I just okay. want to break down Arsenal's spend on on salaries okay. at the moment, right? And we'll start with Gabriel Martinelli, eight nineteen year old kid, ninety thousand. Mustafi, ninety thousand a week. So- Socrates, ninety two thousand. Granite Zagar, a hundred. Pepe, a hundred. Kalasniac, a hundred grand for him. Dave- David Luiz, a hundred grand. Bellerin, a hundred and ten. And now Ooh. it goes crazy. Lacazette, a hundred and eighty grand a week. Willian. 190 grand a week. Thomas Partey, 250,000 pounds a week. And Abamyang's 250 and 400 if you include his bonuses. And Mesut Ozil was not playing 350 grand a week. That's why they've got no money. That's why they've not been able to go out and splash in the transfer market. Mm. But I mean, yeah, pretty poor recruitment, isn't it? But I get. Pretty poor, yeah. Very, very poor. Uh, Here's another question I want to answer. so forget those wages for a second. Just look at the squad. Uh, question for the chat: Are there how many squads? How many squads are better than Arsenal's squad right now? I'd love to. I'd love to know what people think of that because often we do kind of go, "Well, this is Arsenal. Well, this is Man United." But look at the players and look at the squad. Look at the depth. How many? How many teams are above them now? I think Man City, Man United. Um, I think Spurs, Chelsea. Those other five. That's five. After that, are there any other squads that you think are better than this Arsenal squad at the moment? Uh, come back to your question, Flav. So the games are Spurs. Then they got Burnley, Southampton, Everton, Chelsea. So if they lost those three, if they lost the three say, in the middle, if they lose, the, if they lose the next five, he's gone, isn't he? Of course, that would be that would have lost. It. That would have been losing. That would have been eight on the bounce. You can't, no one can lose, doesn't matter how good your plan is, you can't lose eight games on the bounce. They'd be, if they lost the next five, they would be rooted in the relegation zone. 
Yeah. Well, that's it. Often it's that. It's like if you get, if you get, if you drop into the relegation zone, and then this is like, <laughs> I'm just being an absolute hypocrite. This is Arsenal. I'm getting back to what I've said there. Like they're, they're going yeah. to the relegation zone, like at in December. Wow. If, I mean, look where you are at the end of the end of December is pretty much more or less where you end up at the end of the year and end of the season rather. So, um, so Rab Summer says less than nine points in the next five. He's gone. Less than less nine than points. Like, wow, that's five. not even losing streak. Less than nine points. He's gone. The thing is. While that that sounds harsh, if he if you know if he only pulls seven out of the next five, that's not enough. That's nowhere near enough. That that means the top four will be absolutely acres away, and then you'd be looking. You know, I don't know. Because the the, the problem is as well. The problem and. I don't want to do this, but you know what's going to happen now? They're going to go and fucking beat Spurs. (laughs) Yeah, they're going to beat you. But the the problem is. the Spurs, that's a derby. That's a nightmare game, you know, especially at the moment. Burnley could go, come on then, break us down. And then that's going to really piss people off if you don't win that one, if you don't score against Burnley. Southampton are actually a very good team. They're an excellent team. Everton away is, is not tough. a nice place to go. That's tough. And then, then you've got Chelsea. City. Then Chelsea and Man City as well. Don't forget, like, I know it's, I know that's um, League Cup, but losing these games, even in the League Cup, is no, absolutely cancerous to, to, to Arteta's position. Can I can I make a, a horrible prediction? That, do you know what, there's a game there. That... Brighton after that though. Brighton are a, a very good side. Right. Underrated. So with that in mind... Why Brighton will be gone? She, well, Neil Malpai gets him sacked. Yes. <laughs> could see it yes. happening, could you? You yes. could see it happening. I mean, I hope not. Yes. But I like him. I quite like him. Fuck him. Um, in terms of squads, you guys have uh, written in, in the chat. Thank you very much. Uh, Sugar Paddy says, City, United, Chelsea, Spurs, Wolves, Leicester, maybe Everton. Dennis Cregan agrees about Leicester is a better squad. Rab yeah, Summers, better. Southampton, is that a better squad? Mm, <laughs> Not sure about that one. Villa. Well, this is the thing. He's Absolutely. doing better stuff. He's doing better stuff. Arsenal's doing better with Southampton with a lesser squad than Arteta is. Like, what does that tell you? Interesting. You need to say going to lose now, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, we are now. No, I will so. lose. Right, Derby um, games. Let's can I just say one more thing? One more thing. Um, have you heard of uh, Jose Mourinho's seven winning pr- principles? This is a, taken from a Guardian newspaper. He wrote an article he wrote. Uh, no. It's really interesting. I think you might be interested in this. Uh, number one, the game is won by the team who commits the fewer errors. Number two, football favours whoever provokes more errors in the opposition. Number three is away from home. Instead of trying to be superior to the opposition, it's better to encourage their mistakes. Four, whoever has the ball is more likely to make a mistake. Five, whoever renounces possession reduces the possibility of making a mistake. Six, whoever has the ball has fear. And seven, whoever does not have it is thereby stronger. It's a bit depressing, isn't it? Really depressing. I was was thinking, read that... Read that again, but it, it's 2018, and he's manager of uh, of Man United. Go on. You read that differently, don't you? Read, yeah. you your intonation is completely different, isn't it? Read again. Just read read a couple of them again. Uh, the game is won by the team who commits the fewest errors. Whoever has the ball has fear. Whoever does not have it is thereby stronger. Whoever has the ball is more. He's a dinosaur. He's a dinosaur. He's a dinosaur, but he's top of the league. He's won 22 games. Yeah. 
Uh, speaking yeah, of games... Arteta likes to have the ball a lot. 14th in the league. Who's the dinosaur? Um, I mean, Arteta, I wouldn't call him a dinosaur. He's struggling. No, no doubt about that. Derby games, uh, which uh, I might call it the... Um, we need a statue for Smith because he's so good at this. The Smith... Do we sponsor? He's not sponsored by Smith. The the Smith Derby Games section, yeah, something like that. I need a name Smith. for it. The guy's unbelievable. Um, <coughs> he kicks us off in what was actually. I'm going to be honest. Derby Games is a poor week this week, um, but uh, you know, stick at it. Smith West Ham versus United is the Michael Carrick was underrated. Trust me, if you saw him play week in week out, you'd have appreciated him. Derby, very good, he, Smith. He, I. I, I, I... He was, he was so underappreciated, wasn't he? Although, yeah. a bit like a bit like Giroud. Everyone's talking about Giroud at the moment. I tweeted that. I was like, what's the truth here? Like, you know, he's, oh God, he's so good. You've got to play him. You've got to know. If, if Giroud was playing, if Giroud was playing, Giroud was playing. Giroud hasn't started for a top team for six years or whatever it bloody is. So he can't be that good. I think he's good. I mean, I he is good, isn't he? He scored four goals. That's pretty good, isn't it? It gets severe. That is good. I mean, that's good and bad. That's good. I'm just confused by him. And I, I wonder if he's given a chance by managers. That's what. That's the only confusing thing. Mm. He should go to a club like lesser, lessen himself. Go to a club where he's going to play, and he will bag you across the season twenty goals in all competitions if he plays. Where does he start? Like, who's he like? I can't. He would start at. Only turns up around January, near January, though, doesn't he? He's not got had any opportunities at Chelsea. He's never been a starter there, and he's been there for years. So. I think you as well, but like with Chelsea, they're never going to be. They're generally going to be playing against teams in their third. So actually, do need a penalty box poacher like Olivier. He's banging in the goals, underappreciated. Yeah. Uh, Brian versus Southampton is the uh, the big six patronise us by saying we play some decent stuff down there after <laughs> we lose funny. to them, Derby. It's <laughs> true, it? So um, I guess it is patronising, but you're surprised, aren't you? Because like, Brighton have always just been Brighton, but under Graham Potter, Brighton are not the Brighton. They're Brighton know. now. The, Brighton the early. New Brighton. New Brighton. Yeah. And, now, now they, 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 the thing is that that's probably why they lose those games against the top six as well. So they're, they're trying to encourage it on. They're going, yeah, no, they, no, they had a real go. They had a real go, and they can be they can be proud of themselves for that. But that's actually why they create the mistakes, especially if you're looking at Mourinho's seven principles. Marcus Jones, Chelsea versus Leeds is the uh, based on managerial merit. Our managers should be at the opposite club, Derby. No respect for Lampard. When will it arrive? When will it arrive? He's doing quite a good job, isn't he? Who? Lampard. Oh, we talked about this last week. Okay. Aris Stamakos, Sheffield United versus Leicester. Is the during one season they were everyone's second team. Derby, uh, Sheffield United, that was last year, I think. And Leicester, of course. Yeah, they were your second team, weren't they? 2016 season. Yeah. What a great year. Um, it's mad, isn't it, how shit they're doing now, Sheffield United. That like, It's weird. It's like they've given up on his... Because your first season, everyone's up for it, and they call oh, Premier League, let's run ourselves into the ground. Second season, novelty wore off, and you're like, oh, fuck, I just don't have the energy. Yeah. We don't have the quality. Let's just go back now does it is it's it's so true i think you know, rory rory called it didn't he rory called sheffield united and uh I, i've got to say that is there are some things that stats 
that stats can't arrive you at only experience and and understanding the experience understanding the the ebb and flow of the football pyramid will uh, will allow you to kind of call out and i i wanted to back wilder you know i think maybe that was my i was just hoping that you know he'd still have it in him but they are starting to really struggle now take him at qpr oh god yeah oh, although i really like warburton i really like warburton we got we got absolutely done last friday against brentford by the way an absolute joke. Absolute. What? The ref completely bottled it. I was fuming. We got a player go. Players go through on goal. He gets completely shoved, and he got shoved before the penalty box because the guy knew he was about to get in there and, and have a shot. He's through on goal, and he gets booked. The letter of the law. Because my dad found this out and told me about it. He said the player must. The word must is in there. Be sent off, and we lost that game. Well, Todd Kane got sent off, so. Later in the game, though, like, oh, the it's butterfly effect. It's butterfly effect. You've got to be. You've got to give us these moments. You know, Tony's twenty. He's he's um, good. He's good. Yeah, he's very tall as well. Very tall. Would you um? How do they? I know we talk about this all the time, but how do they keep doing this? They find better strikers than they had before than the lower division. <laughs> like, Ivan Tony will probably end up as a better striker than Mupai and Ollie Watkins, probably. Buy him now. Just let's just go in, Spurs. Go in and buy him right now because they've found another one. You don't need him. I know, but just buy him. Yeah, his career. He's um no, he's good. He is good. Is he any better than those other guys? I don't know. I wouldn't go that far. He's he didn't do much else. Although he's got a great knack of banging in the goals. He got man of the match. Didn't deserve it. We got robbed in that game. We got absolutely robbed. It's a disgrace. Let's move on. I don't know what he's doing. It happens. Yeah, I tell you, we'll we'll be here on Thursday when you should have had when Arsenal should have had a player sent off and you'd be saying it's going to be completely different. So, of course, of course, but I don't know what to say, Uh, Jim. It happened last night. Just say yes, yeah. Just fuck. Just let me have it. Why are you arguing with me? I haven't seen it. I can't. So then you know, then didn't say it's right. That's, all right, I'll put the eyelets on and when we're doing No, it. I don't want you to watch it. Do not watch it. Do not watch it. I don't what want you to watch it. I want you to agree with me. I, I, look, it's a disgrace. Say it's a, a disgrace. Let me give you a provisional agreement. Yeah? And, uh, sorry, excuse me. I'll give you a provisional agreement. Let me watch it and I'll readjust. Okay? There's nothing to it. I mean, I've just told you um, whatever, law. Whatever. Okay. Whatever. George, where's cousin? Burnley versus Everton is the uh, last of the proper old-fashioned st- stadiums derby. Incorrect. Is that Loftus the, Road? That the George Ware's cousin? I, don't, I mean, no, no. He's, you... It's at he's Luke not... SR. It's not. It's not. Uh, right. So it's just nicked his. Um, it's just nicked his account. West Brom versus Crystal Palace is the we pass mediocre British managers between each other to maintain survival. The derby. Probably true. Although they haven't done it for a little while. And you've actually got a Croatian, so it doesn't work. Uh, I hope you like Gabamin too. Uh, this week, this is, well, this is like a new level of, we're getting a bit, I, this is the first time I've gone, maybe we've reached the end of this. Because <laughs> this guy said, this week we have the double man versus food derby as man United and man City take on... <laughs> Take on the hams of West and Full. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> it's a reach. That's a reach, isn't it? Man versus Food Derby. I kind of like it. I'm kind of like, what am I doing with my life? Um, but yeah, well done. 
Uh, and Hazudo, I don't know if this is harsh or not, but it, it made me chuckle. Uh, Leicester versus Sheffield United is the managers who don't appear to have lips derby. <laughs> That's true. Uh, okay. And Karan says Burnley versus Everton is the Peaky Binders derby. Hard English guy versus a smart Italian with a scary looking assistant. Well done. Very good. I miss Peaky Blinders so much. It's not going to be back for another year. Heartbreak. I know, 2021. Right, we keep on trucking. Wow. Mad takes. Didn't get these last uh, week because Flav wanted to have a cigarette. Didn't want to do it on my own. Josh Cow, just checking in. Mad take. So this is if when you... So let us know in the comments when you've heard someone say something you've just gone, wow, that is stupid. Yeah. Um, Mad take. A bloke I went to school with once said... (laughs) He said, imagine Terry, Lampard and Gerrard in the same team. (laughs) That is... That's good because, of course, played for England together. Not a mad take, though, is it? It's just stupid. It's bad take. Uh, bad take. Peter McGrath, my Man United fan mate, said they were champions of Europe after they won the Europa League in 2017 because the Champions League final was three days later. He was adamant that they were champions of Europe for those three <laughs> days. I'm okay with that. I'm I, okay I, with that. There is a certain logic to that. Yeah. But, like, see, that's the kind of. And he was adamant, like, seriously, he's like, we are. We are the champions of Europe. It weren't like he was like, there's an element of joking about it. Got he was like, no, nerve. we are. Yeah. We are. Yeah, I, I like that. I'm all, I'm all for that. Yeah, I don't mind that. I used to do, I did this in the, I used to do this in the playground. QPR in, like, League Division 2 at the time. And um, they had, it was in about, I think it was in November, and they had a show called Britain's Brainiest Footballer. And Clark Carlisle won. Was a QPR player yeah. at the time. And I was like, I was like, we're, I mean, how many trophies has your club won? This year, I was doing it all. I was doing it all the way up to May. So you haven't won anything though, have you? <laughs> you haven't won anything. So I've got Britain's brains football over here. Trophies. Um, it. The only thing I would say as well is here's a question. Once, so Liverpool, right? Champions of Europe, and then they got knocked out to Atletico Madrid, and then it was ages to the Champions League. Are they still champions of Europe, or do you right. have to? Does that stop once you're knocked out? Yeah, and and and. And it makes Atletico Madrid interim champions of Europe because they've beaten the guys. So, you know, like in boxing, you have an interim title if someone's injured. So we don't know who the champion is. We don't know when they're coming back. We don't know when who it could be. So you have an interim champion, mm. which just is a placeholder until the actual okay. champion. So we'd say That's Atletico crowned. Madrid are... Are they interim, interim champions because they knocked them out? Exactly. Interesting. Interim European champions. Speaking of uh, boxing... Tyson Fury, Seaman Sports personality, saying, don't vote for me, I don't want to win it. Have you seen that? No. So he said, he said, I don't need awards to, I know I'm the people's champion, blah, blah, blah. Is that necessary? He's saying, I don't need, I don't need trophies. Although you do, so you are fighting for the heavyweight championship though, aren't you? You, And you are looking to kind of win all the belts, right? So you care about the belts. I don't know. I just thought it was a bit muggy, Tyson Fury. He's just, he's just um, basically soiled the whole whole year of uh, BBC per- Sports personality because if he if he wins it, he's going to apparently go, I don't want it. And if someone else wins it, they'll go, well, you only won it because all the Tyson Fury's fans didn't vote for him. I just think that's... I think I lacked a bit of class. Why is Jordan Henderson nominated? Um, not... Oh, well, he got League's player of the year, didn't he? The wor- Premier League's worst ever captain. <laughs> according, according to Adam McKay. Remember that was to say we used to the behind the curtain a little bit. 
um, you'd often get approached by often betting companies, to be honest. Uh, and they'll come to you and say, can you just say something mental so that everyone goes crazy <laughs> on the internet and our brand gets thrown everywhere? And uh, that that was the one. Is he the worst Premier League winning captain in the history of sport? And Adam McCullough went, yes, he is. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to hear um, more on that, check out AAA. I'm <laughs> sorry. Yeah, I just yeah. told it now. Well, that one was AAA. Uh, I think, like, I mean, I don't know who two of those are. I don't know who the woman is. And I don't know who top left is. Um, Ronnie O'Sullivan plays snooker, so he shouldn't be on it because snooker's a game, not a sport. Not sport. <laughs> uh, and Lew- Lewis Hamilton should win it because he's yeah. not only the best F1 driver of all time, he's also done a lot for, um, you know, the BLM movement and he's trying to push that forward. So, you know, he's okay. done a lot. I don't know who the woman is, sorry. It's a jockey. Fury. <laughs> a jockey. So she rode a. She's she's gone on a horse. Oh well, I mean, now, yeah. If you're giving it to Lewis Hamilton, who's got a superior car and everyone else, if we're playing that, if we're playing that game, it's the same let's, thing. Let's come Horses. up with reasons why. Let's come up with loads of reasons why none of them should win it and cancel the whole fucking thing. Yeah. Well, that's. I mean, I'm, well, it's I'm already been soiled Fury. already because of Tyson Fury, unfortunately. Fury can't win it because of his comments in the past. You know, he's not. You know, you. Ah, but he's a cut. No, but it, people love him. He is, I would agree, is the people's champ. People love him now. I, I, I love him but as a boxer. He's like, he's like the best heavyweight boxer in the world, hands down. Uh, when he batters Anthony Joshua, there'll be absolutely no... Nothing else to say. All right, what else okay. we got? Okay, again. Uh, where are we? Uh, Luke Barrett. My mate once said that Liverpool's... Liverpool... Yeah, this is great. Liverpool's signing of Thiago will be the best signing of the season and that his impact will run through the club. Even the reserve goalkeepers and under-21s will be playing better because of the signing of Thiago. <laughs> is, is that, like, was he mean that? that I, I, I presume he was serious. I presume Who's he was serious. It? Who said it? Luke Barrett said it in the comments, but he's saying his mate said it. Oh, right, his mate said it. Um, it's fine. It's I mean, ridiculous. It's... It's, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's that's, that's heavy. And last one, uh, Ben Sadari. My late Iranian nan was watching football with us once. When the ref showed a player the yellow card, she called the defender rude for not taking the card off him and walking away. <laughs> that's rude. She's not going to. She's giving him a card there. She's not, not going to take, take it. Card. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, what's the final one? Oh, poor chat. There's someone saying this might be an option for a bit as well. Let us know if this gets off the ground. Get involved in the comments. Don't just check in. Make sure you like, help us help us make this fly. Okay, Jordan Foley. I thought this might, might be good. Hi, lads. Oh, actually, I think I've got an example. That's why. Hi, lads. Just thought I'd pop my head round. <laughs> Everything's well with me, and I'm loving the pod. Just got a quick question. What is the weirdest insult you've received on the pitch? Football pitch. Our lads got called catalogue boys for dresses smart. <laughs> Bearing in mind, our team is mainly made up of 30-year-olds who wear polo shirts and jeans. <laughs> Cat- oh, it's so the catalogue boys. Hello. <laughs> on, the, on the pitch. That's hilarious. Catalogue boys. Getting got- the reds. So Get I've got reds. one. I've got one. The, I, when I was playing for Cobham, who are, you know, from quite... It's from Surrey. It's quite an affluent place, right? I got called, uh, I got called um, posh boy. I got called like, but I was earning thirteen grand at the time <laughs> as a runner, so I put him in his place because it was like, don't judge me, mate. 
But you me, posh boy. I mean, you are from well, Surrey. You're, you're going to get that, aren't you? But he's. But I was like, but he's playing for a team in Surrey as well. Yeah, but you might not be. Was he? I mean, I mean, it wasn't. I mean, it's your voice, isn't it? It's your voice. It's you got voice. to do. Cockney no, but I put Cockney Alcott. Was... was playing football. Oh, so I, yeah, always. Oh, are you quite cool in that, mate? I'm on thirteen grand a year, running for the stars of Graham Norton and Alan Carr. <laughs> right, so I throw on. <laughs> mate, the fact that you got paid to be a runner means that you are a posh boy. That's so stupid. What you just said. No, that doesn't make no, any sense. Runners, runners just get run into the ground for no money at all. Like okay. all the runners we had in Bull Street. Like all the runners. Yeah, no, that's that's because we were being that's because we were taking advantage of people. Not because we had that, that was actually my official job, right? It was an actual proper, proper job over a long period of time. Like we didn't how we let people you, do a week with us. We didn't let them do nine months. How long was you running for? Yeah, nine, nine months. You weren't allowed to stay longer than nine months. And then did you have a job? Did you yeah, job I went to twenty I was a runner for twenty four hours in A and E. Oh really? I never knew that about you. Yeah. Such a depressing show. Did you have to meet all the old grannies that had lost their partners and are now broken? Um, no. No, I just got people tea. Yeah, he was, that was the bulk of what I did. It was quite... You do like night shifts and stuff, which was a bit, bit mad. And actually, you had to go in... You had two... What's it called? You had like minors and majors in terms of... Um, in terms of uh, injuries, right? And we had... You'd have a producer in both wards asking people if, you know if you were willing to be on the show and be recorded. And I used to think, excuse me, um, what's wrong with you? Oh, yeah. Can- it was- cancer, good, good. Um, can- oh. <laughs> your terminal? Okay, good, good. Now, can you come on our show, please, and talk about it and get him, is that your husband? Yeah, get him, get him to cry. And yeah, we'll pay you some money. Well, actually... It was, I mean, it was amazing. Like the, the miners, it's like, it's an easy one. You go, oh, you've broken your arm, have you? Do you want to be on telly? <laughs> but for, yeah. the, for, the, for the producer who had to have the sort of bedside manner, for want of a better phrase, to be able to approach people and say, look, we are doing this documentary. Are you okay with us? Because we basically had like big brother cameras everywhere to film it. Um, are you okay? Would you be okay with something like this? Like that's such really? a scary exhausting thing to do at like two in the morning when someone's come in having been hit by a bus like yeah for sure um they and i wonder what like they have to go back later when they're better to check again right well the producers do that's that's a good point football podcast the we on our last ever shift there was a there was someone who came in who'd been run over by a bus and like been their pelvis like was a mess like and we were all kind of excited because it was the end of the, the, you know, the run, end of the six weeks of the show being filmed. And that happened. And we had to, and it was a night shift. So we just finished at like half nine or whatever it was. And we had to walk, we just had to walk away and, and never know if that person was okay. So it was a really weird end to, to working on that. It was really horrible, actually, because everyone's... That is... Uh, it's such a good show and so well made that I can't watch it. Do you know what I mean? It, does that make mm. any sense? That's, I love I love the police, 24 Hours in Police Custody. That's my favourite. But... <clears throat> yeah, same yeah, same production company. Yeah, I'd imagine, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's good. Um, <laughs> I was going to go straight to a home win. I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> um, right. Yeah, last... Yeah, home win. Go for them. 
This is from a few weeks ago on Patreon. I'll tell, tell you what I'll do, actually. We'll finish off with a home win. But what we'll do, birds and that. So here are the comments from birds and that. So everyone, everyone was on tenterhooks last week because it was Sonny's time to shine. He had his party. We were gonna, he was going to maybe do the bio trick where he was the, and he was going to take down that tree. Um, Active and Blind said uh, he's thought of a name, new name for birds and that. Uh, and he <coughs> says, well, how about hopeless love advice? Is the advice hopeless? Is the chance of love hopeless? <coughs> you be the judge. So he's even got I like Louis James and Flab community pages, slugging loving. <laughs> Just slugging, slugging, slugging loving. Yeah, that sounds horrible. Um, James in Flav community page uh, good luck tonight Sonny the community is behind you I've nicknamed you the lumberjack because you're going to take this tree down have fun keep calm and remember everything James and Flav have taught you <laughs> Ben Spanton Walker said alright lads just checking in this podcast has been more invested in the love lives of people I've never met than the people I know heartbroken when the stories aren't real the bio idea what, is cracking She's... what are we doing what, what is this anymore I don't, <laughs> who cares I, just, I, I mean I love it I just, I never thought this, this would be what we do. Be on a Thursday, yeah. I mean, look, we let 2020 is a weird year. Let's just go with it. Yeah, ben Spanton Walker. All right, lads, just check it in. It's, uh, yeah, this podcast has me more invested in the love lives of people I've never met, the people I know, heartbroken than when the stories aren't real. The bio idea is cracking. If she hasn't seen it and doesn't like it, then Tree Boy may have just ruined, been ruined for her. If she's seen, if she's seen and thinks it's funny, she might just not be the one. So you kind of know either way. Do you David, remember what the bio was? Sorry? can't remember. Second remember home is the gym. Second home that's is the gym. That's right. That's right. Yeah. David Hay has a howler in him and having Jim is, se- Jim is my second home in the bio is something like Aurelio Glo- Gomez would have done in Spurs days. Dean Henderson's <laughs> time will come. Sonny, I'm rooting for your fella. Now, I've got a problem because I've reached, I've reached out to Sonny and Sonny, I don't know if he's in the chat, but I don't think he is. It's one of our one of our patrons, and 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 he hasn't replied yet, and he hasn't maybe put anything tr- in the comments. Maybe the tree smashed his face in. <laughs> maybe I, I messaged him yesterday. Saying, What's the latest? So it's a rollover. I, I, there's oh. nothing I can add. <laughs> there's nothing I can add. Can't make it up. You can't make. No, I'm honestly not making it up. Because see, he, he gave me the reply last time, obviously, but this time we've got we've got nothing. So we need, it, you to, we need to know. Yeah, we need to know. So in place of that, oh, in place of that, I have got. <laughs> I've got this one. I've got to say, one more birds than that. AK, the producer. I don't know if I want to read this or not. I've got a birds and that question, but I'm going to explain it in football terms. I just want to know what you think about this, Flav. It's quite a long read. Uh, I've gone to a new club. He's doing it in a football analogy way. I've gone to a new club, brackets, new sixth form, and I'm already playing well, flirting with a girl who seems to like me. But I feel like Van der Beek. The club is already holding me back, brackets. She looks good, but I feel like I can go for someone better. I don't want hey. to be... Yeah, I'll tell you. I don't want to be Man United in the transfer window, delay, delaying going for a move for a big name, brackets, Sancho, one of the best-looking girls in the year, and then have to settle for an Edison Cavani, a good-looking girl that isn't anything too special and not what I really want. I'm happy at the club, but I feel like I should be more ambitious and really push for the title. And there is a club I have my eye on to do it. This is all over the place. This football analogy. I've got two options. One, staying at the club I feel like is holding me back. Brackets, chatting to the girl I'm flirting with now. Two, 
handing in a transfer request in January in hopes for a move to a title contender, brackets, going for one of the best looking girls in the year. My agent is close to the club, brackets, I've got a mutual friend, I'm lost, uh, a mutual friend, and I'm a pretty good player with decent end product. I'm a good looking guy with decent chat. Right. <laughs> the comments below were, you don't deserve this girl. <laughs> You're a disgrace. <laughs> they, they weren't friends. They weren't fans of it. So I just thought, I was wondering what you thought, Flav. Um, I think yeah, you are coming across like a bit of a cretin. <laughs> um, I think that you, she can do better than you. And that's kind uh, of what one of the comments were below. I feel. I, look, I think he's getting a bit lost in the source here. I, I don't want to totally destroy him here. I'm not going to destroy him. I'm yeah. just saying, do leave this girl alone and and go and talk to the one you want to talk to. Do not string her along. It's not fair. It's really. Because she might really like you. If you are a good-looking bloke and you do have the chat and she's talking to you, then maybe she does like you. You're not really interested. So you're going to string along until something better comes. Come on, don't be a prick. Well put. I knew you put it right. Lee, and I just, what I would say, mate, is I, you're probably listening to this going, what? I wasn't... No, I'm a, no, I'm a good guy. I'm a good... And I'm sure you are. <laughs> read, just read it again. Read it back. <laughs> Take all the sports the football analogy. Yeah. Just, because essentially, essentially, what you're saying here, mate, is I'm at a new school, and look, I've seen, you know, I remember that, and a new guy turns up and go, hang on a minute, is he? What's he looks pretty average to me, but he's new, so he's exciting. And, and look, you should enjoy that. You should enjoy that. It's a great free time for you. However, you've basically said in this comment, I'm, uh, I'm a pretty big deal, pretty good looking, and decent chat. These are your words, and you've said, look, there, there, there is this girl. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's all right. I don't know what an eight. I'll give her an eight. Um, but I feel, you know, I know I can do better. So do I just like, uh, do I just give her, the, you know, the best moments of her life or do I move on? That's what it sounds like. <laughs> uh, I want to see, I want to see how good looking you are. Um, <laughs> yeah. so picture of you with a spoon, a... please. Yes, please. Send in a picture with a spoon. And I, I mean, I'll happily admit if you are a good, good looking guy, but I just, it does feel like a little bit like, look, like, obviously, you you could well be a very lovely person, do lovely things and all that sort of stuff. Um, the way you phrase this makes it think that you're not. So, um, you know, maybe you know, let's see you with a spoon, and, and we'll take it from there. Indeed, uh, Dennis Cregan in the chat says, "Oof." <laughs> uh, and then he says, "I'd like to give the guy the benefit of the doubt, but geez." <laughs> uh, right. Finish. I'm going to finish off with a home win, and that will be the end of the podcast. What I will say, actually, is I noticed that the James and Flav community page. I'm going to go. The James and Flav community page is on. I think it's on 930 followers on Twitter, or 970, one or the other. Anyway, this guy has been so supportive of us, and whenever I see it, it puts a smile on my face when he puts these out of context bits and pieces together. So I did, it just popped into my mind and I know you guys who are watching right now, right at the end or listening right now at the end, you are, you get it. Okay. So one thing I would like to do, it'd be amazing if we could get uh, the James and Flav community page, which is run by Louis and he's very, very supportive for everything that we both do, Flav. If we could get him to a thousand for Christmas, that would be nice. Get so, him to a thousand and it means a lot to him. It would. So just get on Twitter and do it. Do it. Hit the follow button. Right, we finish up with a home win. This is from a few weeks ago. This is from Danny Galloway, one of our patrons. Uh, great work from Danny. He's got a long home win, so here it is. And we've finished the pub with this. Um, right. 
Alright lads, still smashing it. Since Owens is back, I thought I'd share one of mine that happened recently, but perhaps more of a work win. I work in an office. Why is he high? I'm going high with it. Well, I work in an office with a lot of people who work early hours. So when I come in around day, everything's turned on. And I just sit down and work. So one weekend, I'm on overtime by myself and I go to turn the light on. But when I pull the cord, nothing happens. At this point, I've realised there must be some sort of switch to enable the light to be turned on, which I can't find. After a few minutes of searching, I've spotted this button on the side of the light and gone straight for it. So I stand on the desk and press the bu this button, which to my utter dismay triggers the long office light to fall out of his socket and into my arms as I struggle to keep balance and juggle a fairly heavy light, which was attached to the socket now by only a small string, which didn't look strong. After what seemed an eternity, I fiddle with his socket a bit, and flicked a few more things in there and managed to shove this light back in and, and took a huge sigh of relief knowing, knowing nobody had seen the catastrophe that had unfolded and never mentioned it again. I love the idea that he's like, he's just there, he got there early and then he's just, he's just stuck. He's just stuck on a desk holding a light up into the ceiling. Just panicking. Anyway. Wonderful. Anyway, fast forward six months, I've walked into the office at like eight, like any other day. I couldn't believe my eyes. A new member of staff has done the exact same thing as me, but in front of a full office. Who <laughs> we were panicking and discussing, discussing calling uh, for an electrician or some sort of professional to fix the issue while not trusting the string just as I hadn't. Upon seeing this, I've casually put my coat on the rack and walked up to the scene of the crime and confidently said, there's no need to call anyone. I'll fix this problem. <laughs> I've taken over the roll underneath the dangling office light with all my co-workers watching and easily placed the light back in its bracket just as I'd done months before. <laughs> Obviously, while I'm up there, I've pretended to fix a few... This is my favourite bit. Obviously, while I'm up there, I've pretended to fix a few things and in there while muttering the occasional phrase such as, wow, that's a mess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and if I just... There we go. <laughs> Amazing. That, that is superb. You know what? In terms of it, that, that's a mess. Mm. When I had my my brother's half brother's dad's an electrician, and he needed to come around to sort something in my old flat, and he that's he'd opened the wires, looked at the wiring because it's it was like really shoddily put together, and he just went, "Fuck me, that is a mess." Just <laughs> <laughs> close the door. <laughs> just turn it. I've got to go yeah. pick up my um, I've got to pick up my car from its MOT now, that's pretty right. much, yeah. and it's like. I just, I'm waiting for them. I'm waiting to get there. He's going to go, oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. We've got a few problems here. A few problems. Because he's trying to just hike up the cash on me. Well, we'll hopefully, hopefully do I'll get out of their life. Do you trust him? I don't know. I don't know. We'll soon find out. Probably well, probably not. I don't, trust, I don't trust anyone. Did you go trust the traders? No, I've gone. I need to get it sorted down here. So I've just gone to the local one. Football right podcast. They'll be right down there. Like that, they're good people. In like, a small people, little yeah. town there is good people. They work on reputation. It's just in London where they're all assholes. That's true. Right uh, there, we have it. Another podcast. Uh, we'll find out if Spurs are still top of the league in a week's time. Best of luck to you, Flav. Best of luck. Good okay, mate. Uh, best of luck to everyone. Um, Make sure you check in. Sunny, talk to us. Let us know what's going on. Stoke City. Oh, because they're doing all right at the moment. They stoked the loss recently, but they are doing all right. 
They are doing well. Good knowledge, Flav. Yeah, so hopefully we'll smash them up. Yeah. Right. Have a great weekend, everyone. See you later. Bye. Bye, Jim. Bye.